You're now listening to Sisters Confessional. All right. Hello. Welcome back. Hey, thanks for having us, Jess. <laughs> hey, everyone. Yeah, you're back. You guys listened. And so we're doing this again. Yeah, Spotify for podcasters says we're awesome, so we're back. So we're back. We're, we're going to give it another try. We're just taking the internet by storm yes. at this point. 100%. Every, yeah. every uh, platform we're just going to do now. Every platform we can get in on, we're just We are do. coming for you, internet. You better watch out. Yep. <laughs> um, so during this podcast, we're going to talk about something that's still very relevant, still a part of our lives. Um, that everybody went through, everybody experienced, and that's quarantine and the pandemic and how that affected everybody. Meg's opening her drink, Woo! so if you hear any sound effects, that's why. <laughs> Meg's opening her second drink. <laughs> Happy Thursday. Um, so yeah, we're just going to all talk about our quarantine journeys and what quarantine was like for the store and how the pandemic uh, affected sisters and all that fun stuff. Sounds so, amazing. Let's let's dive right let's in. Dive right in. <laughs> we're starting with you, Jess. Right? Yes. We're gonna start with me. All Mine's right. the least complicated out of all of them. So we're starting with the January first, twenty twenty. Um, I mean, listen, guys, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It wasn't super fun for me. <laughs> I'm also a firm believer, too, that, like, mental health should be talked about and discussed. Absolutely. And it shouldn't be a, th- you know, it should be a normalized thing. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Zero stigma. Um, yes. So pretty much, I mean, when the pandemic hit, you know, it was March and we didn't know how long it was going to last. At the time, it was, it was like, we're just going to be in lockdown for a couple weeks. And Jess that was, was it. on the CDC website I until the day, until the hour we closed. <laughs> I was literally texting Meg like every single day being like, so mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what's, what's happening? Um, and so uh, Meg told me that like, you know, listen, we're going <laughs> to, we're in lockdown. We're not coming back. I think um, at that point we were like, oh yeah, we're going to do like a two week closure, right? right? Isn't, right. That, isn't that It so was like, we're going like, to go on hiatus. Yeah. Remember, remember back when we were like, oh, it's only going to be two weeks. Yeah. It's not yeah, a big it's deal. Amazing. It's not going to last that told, long. I was told by SoGo, don't work on Saturday. We're going to close Monday. We'll, we'll reconvene on Tuesday. Right. So that's pretty much how it was. And, here, then, like, the, and then when did you hear from them next? Uh, I didn't. Still waiting to hear from them. <laughs> <laughs> so, a year well, plus no, later. I, no, I ended up leaving. I chose to exit the bartending game as hard as it was for me to do. <laughs> Hence why I'm doing videos with alcohol on sisters now, because I just can't stop. It's my fault. 100%. Actually, so real quick, though, Jess, if you are not already, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, because it is like, I'm telling you, it's worth your time, at Sisters Denville. Okay, sorry, we're completely, we're completely ruining your moment. I know, it's fine. Let's talk about Melissa. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, but shout out, I know you're listening. Thanks, Melissa, for listening. Yeah. Um... Anyway, so yeah, so we didn't think it was going to last that long. I had, I mean, I suffer from anxiety to begin with, so obviously there was so much. Just a tidbit. Just a tad. So there was so much unknown to begin with. You know, nobody knew how serious it was. I mean, obviously it was serious. It was affecting the whole world, but nobody knew how long it was going to last. I am not good. If anybody knows me, I'm not good with the unknown and like You're things kidding. like that. I'm not great with that. Um so yeah, I went through a bit of a dark time the first couple of weeks. Looking back, I definitely had a depressive episode. Like it wasn't pretty. Um, it was it was a lot to deal with. I didn't know if I was going to have a job to come back to, and that was a lot. It's not like anybody's hiring during a pandemic. Still here. So, still here. <laughs> so there was a lot of unknown, and then you know, fast forward a little bit, it was still happening. And I mean, I remember the day Meg finally told me like, "Hey, you should apply for unemployment." 
and that was a whole other cause of anxiety because I never thought I was going to have to be in a situation where I would have to apply for unemployment. Right. So that was a lot to deal with. Um, I kind of stopped taking care of myself for a little bit there. Um, like I said, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It got real bad real quick. Um, finally pulled myself out of it, though, and, you know, got a routine going and started working out and baking up a storm. My mother hated it oh, because... Yeah. I made her gain some weight, <laughs> some quarantine, some quarantine pounds. <laughs> oh, those um, muffins. Yeah. Yes. I feel like, yeah. I, I made that's so many really, muffins. Yes, that bread. Yeah, oh. so much bread. Yeah, can we go back to that? Like, oh, I, I, I yeah. still don't have any time. I miss baking mm. so much. But I really got into baking, and I wasn't a big baker beforehand. <laughs> but my mother, anybody who knows Connie... She's such a baker. Her brownies are legendary. So it's in my blood baking. I just never got into it. But I was starting to do that. And I was, like I said, I made myself a routine every day. And then fast forward a little bit more. And Meg's like, hey, we're going to do a curbside pickup. We're going to start doing live sales. So I started helping out with that. Pro bono. (laughs) Just coming back and being a part of it. And that helped a lot, honestly, because I got to see you guys. I was only interacting with the people in my house. And I mean, it helped a lot to see you and Kate and see people and actually socialize. I mean, mm-hmm. again, if you know me, you know I'm not, I don't have a huge social life. <laughs> but at the same time, like coming here every day is kind of my social life. So missing yeah. that, I mean, it was, it was a lot. So that, you know, that helped out a lot, helping out with the extracurriculars. Yeah. I feel like it was, it was still like craziness, but when all of us got back, you know, you did that one curbside with us, and then all yeah. of us got back, and we did, like, what, a team Zoom or something yeah. like that. Like, we did something <laughs> silly. Something in the corner. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. Were. <laughs> like we were. You know, we were trying to figure that out. But yeah. I feel like that was when it started to feel normal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, here we are, and I'm still here. Yeah. So that was that was my journey. It wasn't exactly pretty, but I don't think anybody's was. And no, God, no. That's, you know. <laughs> we all had a day we didn't get out of our PJs. I'm no, sure. I mean, literally, I had two <laughs> weeks of that. Like, and I'm yeah. not lying. I That's where, you know, it got dark for me. I just, I stopped taking care of myself, stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I let it all kind of go. It wasn't pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, I'm not going to lie. The, the, it wasn't a cute look. There was just such a time there. Like, and it's weird to think about now because it's like, we're so go, go, go now. Know, and it feels so long ago too. It feels so long ago, but it was just, there was such a time there where I was like, what the hell is going to happen? Yeah. And you know, I mean, not everybody had like a house to flip and Home Depot right. to go to and a husband <laughs> right. wouldn't let you, you know, sit down for more than three minutes. So true, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a perfect segue into like, hey, Colleen, what the hell did <laughs> what you do during your life? Like? What yeah. did you do? Well, I woke up January 1st, 2020, and uh, I was still working at, I was working at SoGo like four days a week and working at Sisters two days a week at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two two days a week. Oh, wasn't that sad times? Two days a week. No, no. It was sad. The back room wouldn't be what it was. It wasn't. But yeah, so January, Bobby, my my now husband, Bobby and I got engaged. Well, Pretty much, I orchestrated my entire engagement in that <laughs> Bobby. So, we're blessed. Bobby's grandmother had um, a nice diamond ring that we were able to utilize, and we redesigned it, and I made it what I wanted because Bobby's the best. And long story short, Bobby's like, "All right, this ring's ready. When do you want to get engaged?" And I was like, "Well, it's gonna be nice tomorrow. Let's let's do it tomorrow." That was January twelfth. So that Sunday, we woke up, we drove to the city to the High Line. It was so windy, we couldn't even stand. We walked to the High Line. It was dry and weird, and I had the ring in my backpack and Bobby and I walked to a spot and I said this is it 
do it now. And then I gave him the ring, got down on one knee, will you marry me? I was like, boom, yes, let's do this. Had a random stranger take a picture of us. It was awesome. The most Colleen story <laughs> ever. Yeah. The most Colleen story ever. Like, yeah. you know what? We are going to get engaged. I'm yeah. going to tell you when we're going to get yeah. engaged. And this is... Yeah. But it's super low. Probably just still be wandering around New York if I didn't do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyway, so we got engaged January 12th, and I had seen this place called the Art Factory in Patterson, and I had been following on Instagram. It was like a big, like cool loft venue. It was like, come here and be cool and super be different trendy. for your wedding. Don't be in a ballroom. I was like, cool. I'm about that. So I go to the place on January 22nd, and I tour it with uh, myself, Bobby, and my best friend Donna, and. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, the guy who was giving us the tour uh, was visibly drunk, and I can tell you that with confidence, because I had been a bartender for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I not only smelled it, but I heard it in the pointless stories he was telling me. Long story short, two days later, we put down a $12,000 deposit to secure our venue for November 14, 2020. Very excited. They said, we'll talk to you later about getting it together. I said, great. So that was the end of January. February went by. March comes, which is when, like, COVID started being like a thing we were worrying about. So March 10th, I went to get my dress at a, I went to I Do I Do in Morristown. I found my wedding dress, super pumped about it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. I'm so excited. Everything's falling into place. Everything's falling into place. Yeah. I wake up Tuesday, March 11th, 2020, to an email from the Art Factory. Good morning, folks. Unbeknownst to me, we double, another couple paid for the same place and date as you 10 days before you did. So you can either have your money back or you can have the next Saturday, which would have been the Saturday before Thanksgiving, which I did not want originally, which I told him. And then I was like, oh my gosh. So I sent him back a scathing email in which I cannot discuss on this podcast. Scathing. I, by the way, yeah. I remember this day and I oh. remember like how I was a mess. Yeah. I was yeah. here. And we were, yeah. And yeah, all we were all yeah. here. I was just like, I was literally at, I was at work Googling venue. Sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but pretty much the guy, I, will, I read that at eight o'clock on a Tuesday morning. I woke up my fiance, Bobby, read him the email. He said, what? Drove to the venue, got all of our money back, plus our deposit we had put down in the caterer. And uh, we got our all the money back, and that was a Tuesday. Thank so God. I scrambled until Thursday, and I found the Stone House in Warren, New Jersey. Shout out, best venue in the world. Yes. yes. Um, so pretty much, Bobby and I went there on Thursday, March. Uh, Tuesday was the 11th, so like March 4th. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. We, we signed the contract March 14th on a Saturday for January 9th, 2021, thinking that COVID would not even be a problem. Like, it was kind of like a, it, we, the world was not even shut yeah. down on March yeah. 14th. Right. So Saturday was March 14th. I went to lunch with my for my dad's birthday and paid for my wedding venue. Sunday, I went to my friend Kristen's bridal shower at Cinder's, and that was really awkward, too, because that was, like, the last day that we really could be out and normal. So we had the bridal shower. It was very weird, but we made it. We made the best of it. And then... I got a call from Sogo saying, don't come to work, we'll let you know. And then that was Monday, we woke up and the world is different. Yeah, and unbelievable. Yeah, so yeah. I had I got double booked in my venue, planned another wedding in January and hoped for the best. And thank God we had it because the Stone House is very accommodating. But um, that was like the beginning of quarantine. And on top of that, my fiance had his uncle pass away from cancer the October previously. So in the beginning of quarantine, we were in the middle of flipping his house in uh, Highland Lakes, New Jersey. So for the first eight weeks of quarantine, Bob and I woke up every day, put on our work clothes, and we went to Home Depot. And we waited in line to get in to get our supplies so we could get our supplies and go continue working on the house. And we did that for the first eight weeks of quarantine every day, just us in, in a truck back and forth, 45 minutes. I don't, I don't even know how we're married at this point. <laughs> but honestly, it was, it, that was like a very, it kept us going. And then luckily yeah. that was done. We had found tenants. We had tenants move into the house on May 1st. 
Bobby went back to he Bobby works in the unions. He went back to work at the unions. So May first, I was like, now what do I do? Luckily, my best friend Donna was like, I want to have a baby shower. I was like, great, I will dive into that. So I spent the next, <laughs> <laughs> spent the next two, two next two months planning my friend Donna's baby shower. We had it at her house. Um, we did ha- we had done our gender reveal virtually, so she wanted to do the baby shower in person. We did that. I made a balloon arch. Uh, shout out to the balloon arch I had to make for pink witches because I made the mistake of telling Meg I could do it. So <laughs> you never tell yeah, me your talents no, ever. Yes. Yeah, never. Was, yeah, and also in August, my friend Kristen, the, the girl who had the bridal shower for in the beginning of March uh, before quarantine, she was supposed to get married May fifteenth. She did not. She got. She ended up getting married August twenty eighth. We had that wedding. It was the first wedding that that venue had had since quarantine. It was Waterloo Village. Yeah, so she was the first wedding that had happened since the world had shut down at that venue. It went great. It rained for three seconds, and everything else was good. And then uh, July, Meg was like, hey, come on back to work. We're ready. Or no, June. 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 June, yeah. Yeah, June was like, hey, we're ready for you. Come on back whenever you're ready. And I was like, sweet, I'm already here. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy that they decided to keep me. So same. Yeah. And so here I am. I made it. I left the bartending game in, in 2020. That was like the biggest thing that happened to me other than like being engaged. But yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was like, it was a big part of my life. I enjoyed bartending dental since I was 21. I'll be 30 next month. So it was an end of an era. Crazy. And here I am now. Yeah. Drinking a margarita. Now, now you're a housewife and a sister's yeah. employee. Yeah. He's yeah. working second half. So it tastes the same. <laughs> But it's unbelievable. Like, what a tale of, like, two completely different quarantines. Completely different it's, quarantines. And it's, and it's, you know, again, yeah. these guys are similar in that they both work here. You know, you would yeah. think, um, what are you guys, like, two years apart? Yes. Yeah. 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 Two years. Yeah. yeah. Melissa's my age. Yeah. 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 I turned 27 during quarantine. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, uh, which was yeah, a fun a, time. Yeah. We won't I talk about that virtu- day. I had a virtual <laughs> birthday as well. Yeah. yeah. Those virtual birthdays got you. Especially okay. April April birthdays. I woke up and was like, is it May? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't talk about my birthday. It was not a pretty scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I will say, too, I had, like, all my friends, we were all very good about, like, FaceTiming each other. Because mm-hmm. I have, like, really close friends from college. We don't yeah. live near each other, so we would always, like, FaceTime. Like, we never did that in normal life. Suddenly we had time to do it. When, right. <laughs> but Honestly, it's, it's if I... I, that's so true, though, because if I didn't have my best friend, Allie, who, like, by the way, we've been friends for over a decade. Like, Allie, you better been, be listening to this. Oh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Um, but honestly, like, if I didn't have her to, like, text, because, like, she's she's very similar to me. We're like, she has anxiety about things, and she doesn't deal with the <laughs> too well either. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to have somebody to, like, turn to and be like, you know... Okay, I'm not being ridiculous. My feelings yeah. are valid. Oh, I'm like, you know, and honestly, just like connecting with somebody, you know, like that was. And by the way, we didn't even talk about this. I mean, me being a fool on my own Instagram and doing oh like stories, god. like that was my other way of connecting with oh people. Oh my god! Yes, I was a fool on my Instagram. Um, I don't hang on, it. hang on. How much, how much time know. do we have on this podcast? Which, by the way, it was such oh. a big compliment. When Carl told me, like, I am loving your stories, I was like, I'm okay. Oh, no, Jess is at it again. What <laughs> she got today? I would literally, literally, for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> First of all, if you don't, you need to. You need to follow Jess, you need to follow Colleen. We'll put, we'll put their uh, links handles. or handles yeah. in <laughs> the bio. But I'll tell you what. 
ladies and gentlemen, oh my, Jess's Instagram. I don't even think we've talked about this, but me and Thea had such a thread of text messages every time you put up a story. Because, you know, it was like, it was Jess, and Jess was like, all right, I feel, I'm feel i feeling kind of comfortable well, in front Joss. of the camera. It, yeah, it was Joss for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, she had, like, some tank tops on. She was feeling herself a little bit. A little filter action. I was like, oh my homegirl's, God. On, homegirl's on a dating no. website. Let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> so, listen, I mean, this is what happened. Like, I just, I mean, I was bored. Like, that's honestly where it came down to. I was bored. I had already watched, like every show on the five streaming services that I have. You know, like, I was just... I was looking for something else to do. 100%. And like I said, I mean, it became my way to connect with people. It started out, I think, like, the first one I did was me drinking and watching a... Um, Lizzie McGuire movie. I think that was the first Amazing. one I did. Where I, I like that. I hadn't I hadn't watched the Lizzie McGuire movie since I was like in high school, I think. And I was like, let's freaking do this. Like, let's do this. So I literally got like drunk on White Claws and just like did my commentary throughout <laughs> the movie. And that's how it started. And then Amazing. I also showed my baking journey. Like that was a thing. Me making my first bread. I've never well, felt and you more probably like, and you probably posted on your story, and yeah. then people would respond to it, right? So then you're like, oh man, like that's cool. So now, like, well, it's I, the same honestly, as it's the same as us right now. I honestly like I didn't even think like, oh, this is like people are responding to it, which they were. Like I kept getting like my like call kept like direct oh, yeah. messaging me. I'm telling you, how's your like close to like yeah. hey, and like Chrissy <laughs> would like direct message me and be like, I'm loving it. Like, like I got like so many people messaging me about yeah, it. Yeah, I would send the hard eyes all but the I time. But I wasn't, I wasn't like, even thinking close. about that. I was just thinking, okay, this is literally my way to connect with people because I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't seeing anybody. So I was like, this is the way to fill my time and I'm, I'm being silly and I'm just having fun with it. It's I'm being ridiculous. And if it makes somebody smile, then there we go. <laughs> a lot of my support, I have a, not only do I have a group text with my three best friends from college, but I also have a group text from five other girls from high school. And like, the, it's just... It's so amazing mm-hmm. what six women can do when totally. you put, when you put them in the same text thread. Like oh. the, the the jokes that can happen, the not jokes that can happen. Yep. It's also good. And I think like having just like I had like a weird like internet community on my phone. Yeah, you like, had a tribe. Yeah. yeah, I had like Bobby, gang. Bobby, my dogs, miso soup, my cat. <laughs> we <laughs> love found miso soup. I found it so good. Shout out and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just like I didn't interact with people. I just right. like used my phone to like totally. feel like I was interacting with other people. Totally. 100%. Otherwise, I was just staring at Bobby's face every day. And, well, that's the thing. And my dad. We have my dad over like a couple times a week for dinner because my dad lives like down like two miles away from us. But right, it broke up the day. Yeah, you know, or like mm-hmm. I would try like a new white claw and be like, this is. I think about it. Like, yeah. not, that was my that was my evening. Yeah. And Bobby and I get up so early because we're used to getting right. up so early every day. So we wake up like crap. It's five thirty. Right. What are we doing? Right. Like, what do we do? You know, like point? you walk the dogs ten thousand times. Right. Like that's all you can really do. But right. yeah, it just. I remember there was a stretch as I was kind of like, all right, this was cool, but I like to work. Right. Yeah. We like you know, to like, be doing. That's the yeah. thing too. Like Hall and I are very similar in that way. We're both workaholics. We're like yeah. we genuinely enjoy work. Like yeah. I feel like even if you and I won the lottery tomorrow, we would still want to work. Yeah. I mean, I'm like. We two jobs six days a week so this is the first time I've had one job so in like, one place in a long time so like not like us like we're the type of people when like we don't have nothing to do like that's mm-hmm. when we go a little not so okay why can't I be included in that too <laughs> Meg, you has really, anyone, Meg, has anyone met me Meg sleeps until 12 every day she leaves at 3 come, come from the girl works. come from the girl at St. Patrick's Day who was like listen <laughs> it's time for you to take a vacation because you know what first of all Josh and I can run the star and if you don't take a Vacation pretty soon. And I, I, I can run the You know star. what? That sounds about the time where I started to lose my. <laughs> <laughs> 
a little inside look at sisters. Meg doesn't have an off switch. She literally goes home. She's yes, still like, she's still answering the phone from sisters right now. It's says <laughs> when you it's love what you, when you love and what like, you do, it's, it's not work. She does it's fun. Media for all of Broadway. Yes, she okay. she but answers she answers all the direct messages and like it's yeah. She, That's there's, right. There's zero off switch. When I made my friends follow sisters, they were like, oh my god, it's so awesome. We got a message right back. It was like, hey, welcome to the sisters fam. And I was like, that is not automatic. <laughs> That's Meg being crazy. That is literally Meg. That is Meg not sleeping. Being like, what can I do on Instagram right now? That is Meg. Yeah. Having a sleep disorder and not. But I mean, there there is something to be said about. You know what though? I feel like all of us though are like kind of like work hard, play hard kind of people. I think that was very telling of the two quarantine stories, and it's wild because you think about it, right? Colleen had. The whole, you know, the, you flipped the house, you had your, all of your wedding drama, bah, yeah. bah, 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 so much. But I just quarantine without all of that. 100%, <laughs> yeah. right? That's exactly, that's yeah. exactly where I was going with that. Like, yeah. you had so many things. Yeah. And right. with, you know, with Jess, I, you know, the start of my quarantine, I unfortunately had, like, kind of a rough event go on. You know, yes. probably not something I want to talk about on the podcast. No. But, um, you know, the first three days of the world shutting down, I had a really tough you know, way outside of my personal life, way outside of the store event go on that required all of my attention. Mm -hmm. And then I went home and I literally did the quarantine thing for probably a day and a half. And, and I, and and I (laughs) say that, and I say that not even, not even, you know, cutesy about it. I have time hop, gosh, time hop, but I have time hop. And it was, (laughs) I think it was the 20, Fourth, the twenty fourth is when I have eight thousand pictures in my phone of the store, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's when I started. Yeah. That's when we started, you know, <laughs> spamming people on Instagram and live sales and all that kind of stuff, all that crazy stuff." But I was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here for two weeks because right. mm-hmm. again, you know, remember two weeks, yeah, whatever, we're gonna yeah. be closed right. for two weeks." But yeah, I mean, I think that was. Thank God we all have that in us. That's why I think the store is still going today. Because, I mean, if you look at you look at numbers, and it's starting to scare me to do so, retail in general, just plain old brick and mortar like we are, you're either completely online now or you're done. Right. You know, there's there's really no happy place. There's no just retail stores besides downtown Danville who are just sitting pretty saying, oh, yeah, we survived quarantine and now we're here. Right. And that's the conscious effort of, like, a lot of people coming in saying, oh, I'm trying to shop small, I'm trying to shop local, which is totally. something I have never noticed until Oh, my gosh. So many happened. people, the second we came back, being like, we're trying to support the community. Like, we want to be here. I remember, like, the first downtown Denville, uh, not the downtown, the first um, Denville After Dark yeah. that we had. People were just like, yes, like, we just want to support Denville. Like, we want to see it survive. And, like, that's really what's kept a lot of us going here in downtown Denville. 100%. I think there's um, probably only, like, three or four businesses in our little downtown who have gone out, which is, like, insane. Right. I think about. it's unheard of. Yeah. yeah. For and other towns, For all those Denville After Darks, like, you put a high top in the middle of Broadway and, like, and people go, what happens? Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Like, totally. Shut, yeah. down, shut down the street and great things happen. Yes. Totally. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, touching, touching back a little bit, like, Hearing that a pandemic was happening as a business owner, what was your first thought? Well, here's the thing. So with us, we heard about it earlier than we heard about it earlier on our end of it than we heard about it as a, you know, as a society, because we knew it was happening in China. And unfortunately, so much of what we carry either is produced in China or a part of it is produced in China. So getting better at that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, Hey, if we, if we could buy everything that was made in America, we would a hundred percent, but we'd never, you know, unfortunately clothing and all that sort of thing, we'd never be able to find 
um, enough. So we knew that it was gonna it was gonna cause problems with shipping internationally, and you know not just China, Europe, everywhere. Um, it was gonna cause a lot of problems. So we knew it ahead of time. So we started getting a little bit smarter about how we were buying. And all that sort of thing. And we kind of forecasted. Just to to jump in. So normally this time in March, we're buying for Christmas already. So we're already a season ahead, which is why we were noticing all this. Because, like, I mean, if anybody who shopped with us, like, Christmas is such a big time with us. We go nuts in the store with all of our Christmas merchandise. It's so much. So we already have that done by then. And we were seeing a big difference in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of we kind of had a a leg up in that we knew it was going to be something because the people from our vendors were saying, hey, you know, if you want to get products in or whatever, you need to make sure it's okay." Yeah. Um, So then, you know, being shut down for two weeks again, I keep going back to this two weeks because that's what everyone said. And I was like, you know what? Two weeks. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. We'll relax. We'll chill. Um, but then it, it, it was funny because everyone said two weeks, like school said two weeks and everything like that. But you kind of knew once Denville had its first case and once Denville was like really shut down, mm-hmm. we knew it was way more serious. Like we had a pretty good feeling like things weren't things weren't going to be OK. So, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I knew that a lot of people in town were going to be shut down. And, you know, I, I thought, again, it would be two weeks, a little bit of a vacation. That sounds weird to say, but a little bit of like, you know, mental rest, whatever. Uh, so at first it was okay, and then as it started getting more and more serious, it was like, whoa, like, this this could be it. This could be it for retail ever. This could be it. Because, you know, think about it. Two weeks two weeks into quarantine, mm-hmm. we were thinking this might be another week or this might be another four years. We had no right. idea. There was so much unknown. And we didn't, we didn't know about the virus itself. Like, there was so much unknown, how you can get it, how it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was... It was intense. The only place I went is, uh, and this is so sad to say, but, you know, Smart World wasn't open. The only place I went was Dunkin' Donuts in Denville because I was like, I I have to have coffee. Like, that is the one thing I have to have. Um, We were doing the drive-thru at the Rockaway Dunkin' Donuts because we live in Wyoming. But that's, like, the best way we were like, oh, we still want to get coffee. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't touch anything. I'd have my sleeves. And at that Mm -hmm. point, I had gloves. Right. Thank God my best friend Nikki was, like, crazy about it. She had given me masks and gloves and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you just, you didn't know. You, you really didn't know. So I am, like, you know, not to knock Jess, I am not a worrier. I'm not, like, a stresser. Like, I, no, you know. you me at all. I, I mean, there's things, you know, obviously I get worked up about and whatever, but I just kind of. You my, leap in. You yeah, leap into it all. Yeah, my thought was, my thought <laughs> was, like, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And, yeah. you know, I. I don't know. I, I can't even. I couldn't even tell you what I was thinking. End of March, beginning of April of last year. Can't even tell you. It was just such a blur. I remember yeah. being like scared to talk to you guys. I wanted to be like, I don't want to tell them like I'm available to work and like make them feel right. like I need a job. Like, yeah, because it was just, I, it was all so weird. So you don't I wanna, remember. Like, I don't know. It was like very. It was. I had to like tiptoe around a lot of weird situations. I remember. <laughs> I remember talking to you though, and you were like, "I'm applying for unemployment from Sogo, but I'm not going to apply for unemployment yes. from you." Yes. And I was like, "I really appreciate that." And this makes me sound like a terrible business owner, but I was like, "I don't really know what I'm." employment does like I know I pay into it every month but I you know I was like I don't and I said to you I was like I don't think it's a bad thing if you want to apply for unemployment 
Fleming, go yeah. for it. Yeah. And then it was probably like two weeks after that where it was like, here you go, six hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. You know all that craziness. Yeah, and I, I told you like three to four weeks before I applied because I was like, oh, you know, I you know because I work in a restaurant, so on paper I don't make a lot, so it right. wouldn't have been that wouldn't have been that right. much for me. And I yeah, remember. I'm not going back. I remember very distinctly texting Meg. I think like the governor of New Jersey was having a press conference, and like that's when New Jersey locked down. Like it was the day that like New Jersey yeah. shut down. I was stress baking muffins. <laughs> okay. Just covered in flour in your kitchen. <laughs> no, actually I was making cookies. I was making peppermint chocolate cookies. Crinkle cookies. Because I was making it, I think, for like um, somebody's, I think it was Nancy Green's birthday because like her birthday oh, was yeah. like that week. So I was planning on still seeing her and so I was making cookies and I remember I was texting you being like, so <laughs> what yeah. What now? And then, I mean, I, like you said, I remember you being just like, well, like it's only going to be, you know what I mean? Like, let's just chill and wait it out mm-hmm. and see what happens. So then what was um, the moment you decided to start doing like live sales and curbside? Like what was, did you have like a moment where you remember where you're like, okay, this is what we need to do? No, that's so sad to say, but again, I don't remember. I just remember being in the store I wish I could remember who it was, but somebody told me, hey, I have a birthday and I need whatever gift. And I was like, oh, I don't have to sit home. Like, I'm going to I'm going to go in the store and I'm going to get them whatever they needed. And it was weird. I think they needed like a junk headband and like maybe a bracelet, something. And that, was, home that was yeah, that was that was the beginning. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. I remember <laughs> Bailey and I would just be in here and. We, I just, I put, I literally blasted my phone number out left and right. Cause literally I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to tell everyone in the tri-state area. in the bathroom stall at Fashion. Yes. Yes. Point. I was like, please text me, yeah. text me Meg. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't remember how, I remember Kate and I sat and talked about the first curbside pickup and we're like, okay, we'll plan it. Cause it just, it started to get out of hand because you know, my People would text me, hey, my friend's friend got a gift and this, that. And um, so I, the first curbside was probably uh, was Easter-ish. A, yeah, it was definitely a no. I think it was before that. Well, Easter was early last year. It was, but I think it was still a little bit before that. Okay, so we were doing, like, curbside pickups. I think we had done, like, one, at least one life sale before but then, that. Yeah, but I was yeah. I was every day being like, oh, yeah, you can pick up here, you can pick up there. Totally. And then I just, I couldn't get a schedule, right? So we decided, all right, we're going to do Saturday. So all week long we would sell, be in the store, send you pictures, post things on Instagram. And then Saturday you could come, pick up, and it was just way more... I thought in my mind, I was like, oh, that's way more organized. And then Saturday would come, and it would be between 9 and 2. And, you know, one or two people would come at 9. I appreciate you guys if you're listening. Um, one or two people would come between, like, 10 and 11. And then 11 to 12, everybody was here. And it was like, run, run, run. And they would, you know, text me. And, again, it was still awkward because some people would come out and try to give me a hug. And some people would be like, here, I'm going to pop my trunk. Like, don't get anywhere near me. Because it was mm-hmm. still so right. unknown. And you had to, like, respect the way anyone was handling with that. Right. You, had to you don't know anyone's comfortability. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And even totally. still, even still to this day, you know, like, some people are double masking it. Some people are like, boundaries. I don't want to wear a mask at all. Yeah. So, yeah. And everybody, everybody feels different. It, totally. Mm-hmm. You have to respect everybody. So, yeah, that was, that was the first one. And then I guess the second one was probably an Easter one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just 
I mean, I I can't tell you how much I appreciate because I know like Our and hopefully crazy. yeah and I and hopefully some of these people are listening because like holy hell like some people literally just bought things to buy things and I yeah. and I can't tell you how much that I appreciate that. And then right when we opened, like, June and July, we had killer months. And, yes, a lot of it is people are like, wow, I can shop, and wow, I can get out. Yeah, there was definitely that, and there was definitely, like, I mean, obviously, hey, we're a cool store. We carry cool things. (laughs) But there were people who would come in, and there are still these people a year later, which is amazing. But there were people who come in, and they didn't need anything. They just came in here to buy something to support the store. Like, they were, you could tell. And nobody's saying that. Nobody's advertising that. But people are coming in here, and they're buying something they 100% don't need. They might never use in their life, but they're just buying something to support the store and make sure, like, we're going to be okay. And, like, that is, like... That's why Denville's still here. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that is just a true testament to, one, how amazing the people are that you know, live in this area and shop here and all that sort of thing. And, you know, for those customers who, I mean, hopefully you're listening to this, who knows if you're not, but if you are listening to this and you're one of those people, um, like there is some really good freaking karma coming to you at some point because it is just like, there is a special place for people like that. And, you know, to support other people, to support not only local, support women owned, support, you know, young people who are trying to figure it out. I, I think that's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I, I'm telling you, it was like once or twice a day when we first reopened. Yeah. And during these curbside pickups, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously we all know the Denville moms, right? We have, we have a <laughs> VIP group in here totally and they are the do. Denville moms and they showed up every single curbside. Like they yeah. didn't need to. And every live sale. Yes. Every single live they don't, sale. And they don't need to. They really don't. You yeah. know, they were buying dresses. Homegirls weren't going anywhere for another eight months, <laughs> but you know, it's still probably been worn it. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, they're probably passing it on to their kids, but I just, uh, that was like, you know, Jess, Jess found baking. Colleen had her 8,000 <laughs> hobbies to go on. But for me, that was like the saving grace of quarantine. I was like, holy, holy, you know what? Like people are just, there are some inherently good people out there. Like there was a lot of bad. There was a lot of negative, a lot of whatever. But I just, I saw the best in people down here, you know, obviously with our customers who I'm so appreciative of, but you know, also other business owners down here and other people supporting the, the downtown. It was just, it was crazy. It was really crazy. And I think it was definitely like a, you know, you said I have no off switch. I definitely have an off switch, but, um, but I think that was something that just, yeah, (laughs) but that's just something that re-energized me as a business owner. And I was like, okay, like this, like we're in it now we're in the trenches but it's going to get better. And I keep, you know, I, I don't know how many times you guys are probably sick of me saying it. I say light at the end of the tunnel, light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And, you know, back then there was no light at the end of the tunnel. But for me, there always was. It was like, you know what? I have support right now when the world is so uncertain. These people don't know if they're going to have jobs. They don't know when their kids are going to go back to school. And they still take the time to watch me, Colleen, and Jess be idiots on, on live sales. <laughs> and now people still come in and say, yeah. I miss your live sales. Right. And we had no idea what we were doing. I'd be like, what up? You know, right. like... I love America, one, two, three, four, seven. Like, what's up? You know, like, we had zero, zero clue idea. what we were doing. Well, that's the thing, zero too. Clue. I remember, and like I said before, like, I mean, I didn't know I was going to have a job to come back to. Like, that's how uncertain it all was. But, I mean, I remember the first live sale that we did. And, I mean, when I say you guys showed up, I mean, you showed up. I remember afterwards, we were bagging everything and sending everybody their invoices and sending text messages. I mean, half the store was filled with bags. And, like, yeah. I mean, I want to say thank you on my behalf because, I mean, you guys gave me a job to come back to. Like, without you guys, like, I mean, literally the three of us would not be sitting here doing a podcast right now. Like, you guys are insane and... 
we, yeah, we appreciate it. I mean, you guys are crazy. You showed up every single time. My first time in here, like after quarantine, it was just like, it looked like customers were in here ransacking the store and they were just bags with post-its yeah. everywhere. And I was like, damn, people were shopping. Yes. Like this whole time. <laughs> like it just looked like, it looked like it was December and like things had happened. It was just right. like the store was like in a, like everyone was just here shopping, help us. And I was like, oh my God, people are still right. shopping. That's great. I like, honestly, was, I knew. I was surprised to see it like that. <laughs> I knew after that first life sale, I was like, like you said, I was like, okay, like we're still here. We're still here. Yeah, totally, we're we're yeah. going to survive this. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're still doing it. People are still here for us. I mean, you've been nothing. so incidental since I started working here. Like yeah. all that, all those years all you did off. all those yeah. events and all that. Like this is the, this is your good karma totally. of like putting that time in, in Denville. Like Denville put their time back into you for those totally. months that you needed it, which, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. And, and you know, and our customers are not just Denville. We have, customers all over the probably mars county but mm-hmm. i mean that is like that is like faith in humanity right there totally. you know like there was so much bad happening but the people that showed up for us and the people that showed up for our little downtown here like that is i mean that's reaffirming that's that's something you know a lot of people said and i you know i'm not gonna call anybody out down here but a lot of people said like why am i even doing this anymore like right. what is the point right. and it's still to this day business owners are saying like Oh my God, I hated COVID and I hated this. I, yeah, it, I'll, I'll tell you, I've never worked this hard in my entire life, but because of our customers, because of the people around us, I enjoyed it. You it know, like, I, I did. It was like a, like a refresher, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to like relook at what you're doing and figure out how you can do it differently going forward. Now that right. the world is going to be different going forward. So yeah. Who knows? We can't blow out birthday candles anymore on a cake and share. No. <laughs> yeah, but there is nothing better in this world than a sister's customer. Nothing. Literally, though, nothing. you guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. Seriously amazing. And you continue to show every up day. for us. Every single every day. Every time you tell me you see one of my videos, I can't fit out the door. I know. Well, that's another thing. Like, it all forced, I mean, it forced the sister's fam to be more active on social media. Ain't that the truth? And, and we get used to us. have someone else who used to be on, this, on social media a lot more. So we had to, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> so, I mean, listen, it, you know, we had to keep you guys engaged and, and wanting more. And so we had to, I mean, Meg says it all the time, like she was never the person to be on, to be on Instagram. She didn't want to put herself Meg on Meg still there. doesn't want to be on Instagram. Yeah. But like, like, she's on TikTok. I know. It forced her to do that and forced us to get into TikTok which like I mean I think we hear at least three people a day coming to the store now saying Shout oh my god we TikTok. saw you we saw your video you guys are hilarious also and for all the people out there who follow on social media if you don't have TikTok get it because yeah. the video of Bailey biting me will make so much more sense I feel like it Bailey has gotten so a really bad sense. rep ever since that video was I posted agree. it is so funny and I really enjoy I it agree. I want to make the same video about my husband getting killed by my dog I agree <laughs> so, just so everyone knows Bailey I did agree. not hurt me she licked my face and it felt good i think that's a great disclaimer (laughs) i'm sorry bailey i'm sorry that they did that to you (laughs) it was unfair it was unfair and unprovoked. Meg, yes. Meg wouldn't well, say it. I had to, I had to say it. No. So she's, I'm she's not going to so stick up for my dog. My dog needs to get tougher. We'd be here, we'd be here 14 hours a she's day. She's too cute to be and tough. She'd, yeah, and she'd be like such a cry ass about it. Uh-uh. She's got to get tougher, all right? Yeah, I understand that you're a golden doodle, but you're a Denville golden doodle. Like, get, like, wake up. Come on now. A retail doodle. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know... I think we're good. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was... I think so. I know. 
<laughs> All right, so Jess is going to wrap this podcast up because, you know, I am done with my second margarita and it's time to party, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's 72 degrees in Denver today. <laughs> I mean, listen, hopefully you all can relate to our stories a little bit. Honestly. And, you know... I mean, again, thank you guys for still showing up. I mean, the fact that you guys listened to our podcast, the first one, which was us just being Chilling. us and just being silly and ridiculous. And who knows, and this one might not even get posted because Justin plugging the microphone. I know. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Yeah, this is a good one, y'all. Hey guys, it's Jess here. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like and follow us on Spotify to be the first to hear our next episode. We'll catch you next time.